Hi, welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show. I'm your host, Elise DeLucci, and we are back live broadcasting from my living room on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. How you doing? You good? Let me tell you what we're talking about today. Is your phone spying on you, your iPhone? I know you think it is, because I think the same exact thing. And you know what? It is happening. We're talking about why it happens and how we're going to fix it. There's something that we could do. There's some settings. We're talking about that. Are you over your relationship? You know, you're dating a guy two months, five months, all of a sudden you get that nausea feeling in your stomach. It's over. We're talking about that. Indoor and outdoor COVID dating ideas. Yeah, you could watch Netflix. You could do the do, but here are some other ideas. So take a sip of your drink, sit back, relax. And talk to me, your girl, Elise. So back to the day. Do you know that um, little line? I feel like you probably uh, said it when you were a little kid. She sells seashells by the seashore. Or Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Remember that? Do you know that was written about a female paleontologist from the 1800s? Yeah, it was. It was written about a female paleontologist from the 1800s, and she sold dinosaur bones and fossil shells. That's a fact. Crazy, right? I know you and me thought it was about a little girl, Sally, probably in a striped bikini with a little maybe ruffle butt, holding a little bucket and a shovel, picking up pretty shells off the beach. No, it's actually about a boss, a bad boss bitch, female paleontologist from the 1800s selling Hawking dinosaur bones and fossil shells. I love that. You'll never think about that the same. Anyway, how was your week? How are you? You good? I'm doing good. I tried something new in Whole Foods the other day. I was in the freezer section. I don't know what possessed me to try this. Garden Mandarin Orange Crispy Chicken. It's it, Okay, so so here's the thing. I love Chinese food. I think I mentioned this on the last podcast. I love everything about Chinese food. You know what I love about Chinese? General Tso's chicken. Ooh, crispy orange chicken. Ooh, crispy orange beef. So there I am all on my yonder, casually browsing in the freezer section as one does in Whole Foods. And I come across this uh, vegan and vegetarian brand called Garden and they make Mandarin orange chicken. And it says plant-based, it says vegan. I'm like already a little skeptical, but I decided to try it because, you know, I used to be a vegetarian a long time ago. And um, I don't know. I just felt like I'm going to live a little. Usually when I go to the supermarket, I buy one thing for myself. So instead of buying, you know, uh, the giant box of cookies or the, the giant barrel of Utz pretzel rods, I decided I'm going to buy this chicken. And you know what? It's delicious. So it's frozen. It's like, I don't know, 16, 17 pieces of small chicken nuggets, you bake it in the oven. And then when it comes out of the oven, you pour this sauce, you know, of course that's so healthy, you know, snore all over the chicken nuggets, this orange sauce. And it's good. It tastes like chicken nuggets. It tastes good. It's great. I love it. I make it with brown rice, a little steamed broccoli on the side, instant Chinese food and healthy. You got to try it. Anyway, got it. I got it a whole dollar, <laughs> AKA whole foods. Got to try it. Okay. You know what else? I bought a new TV. Have you bought a TV in a while? I haven't bought a new TV in, I, I don't know, maybe five years. So I, I buy this TV. I buy it for my girl's room, special treat. I told them Santa's going to come early and maybe get them um, a flat screen TV. Although I have to set the parental controls because, you know, the YouTube is just out of control with the stuff that, that they put on there. Even YouTube kids, it's not regulated. What the heck? Anyway, 
So I bought this new TV from Amazon. It was about $130, right? And um, it's a smart TV, of course. So I, I, I get the cable guy here. He sets the box up. He turns the TV on. We get the whole thing working. And you know what? It wouldn't let us turn on the TV unless I put my Amazon email in it and I, and I register the TV with Amazon. Now, I'm not one to do warranties and all that kind of stuff. You know, you buy something and they're like, do you want Apple Care for $8.99 a month? Give us your email. And I'm like, no, F off. But, you know, I, and I didn't do that when I bought this TV on Amazon. But here I am, get the TV, get the cable guy there. And I have to, I'm like, oh, let me, before you go, let me just see that it works. Let me just make sure it works. And he says, well, ma'am, you have to put, you know, your email in. And, and you got to register the TV. And I'm like, register the TV? What, what kind of big brother shit is this? I mean, we all know, we all know that there's data breaches all over the place, but like, I'm just looking for a TV. Now I know I bought a smart TV, so I know what I'm getting myself into. Obviously it's like the internet TV, but really, really Amazon, you really want me to register my TV with you? Like as if you don't know everything else about my goddamn life. Um, it just felt so invasive, you know, but I shouldn't complain because everything feels invasive, you know, the internet of things. You know, I, I work, my full-time job is I, I work in digital and, and in tech and so um, on the web. And so, you know, I actually do know uh, a lot about this kind of stuff. And, you know, there's the Internet of Things. Do you ever hear this IoT? It's basically uh, IoT stands for the Internet of Things, which is, you know, essentially computing devices, Internet computing devices that are embedded in everyday objects. And, you know, so the Internet enables them to send and receive data. So, you know, it's like your Apple Watch is would normally you just have a watch, a fossil watch, but now, you know, it's an IOT watch. It's uh, so it obviously you, it sends, it sends data back and forth, talking TVs, nest thermostat, uh, the refrigerator, the refrigerator, the smart refrigerator. It's, it's, it's wild internet thing, but this has been a thing for a while now. And I just don't like it for the TV in my kid's room. And maybe I should have rethought that about getting a smart TV, but whatever. So, I'm sure you know this already if you bought, an, bought a TV recently, but I think it's nervy. I think some nerve of you, you know? Damn Amazon, making Jeff Bezos rich. At least we should have made him rich while he was still with the wife so she could have got more money, you know? Instead, we're making him rich so he could go spend it on all these hooahs he run around with. Please, I can't. Anyway, so, um, but on that note, so let's talk, listen, iPhones, okay? Let's talk about iPhones. I know that you and me and everybody else on God's green earth, you know, has a conversation with somebody. Maybe you're out to dinner with your girlfriend. You're at the diner. You're talking about some bag that you saw in the store you like. And next thing you know, you go on your iPhone and you see an ad for it and you're horrified. And you're like, is my phone spying on me? How did they know? You know, and, um, and it is, it's completely creepy. It is spying on you, newsflash. And there is something we can do about it. I'm going to tell you how we could do it. I'm going to tell you how to um, fix your settings on the phone in a little bit. So hopefully this uh, negates this. And by the way, I only did this to my own phone recently. Even though I work in this space, I should have, I should have been doing it all along. But you know, they bury, they bury these settings so far in your iPhone. It takes a damn genius to find it. Anyway, so here's the deal. Okay. Just to, just to like level the playing field for all of us. Everything for the most part is recorded. Everything is recorded and stored. That, that's a thing. So, you know, listen, if, when you have an iPhone, it comes, it comes pre-populated with a bunch of apps, right? And then you get the iPhone, you know, and either you're in the Verizon store, AT&T store, whatever it is, 
and they're like, you want us to load your apps? And you're like, yeah. Or you're like, oh, I'll do it when I get home. And you get home and you load Facebook and TikTok and all this sort of stuff. And the reality situation is that a lot of these apps record the phone screen and, and they send all your information out to third parties. That's a thing. That is a real thing. So, and look, do they also record the audio? Yeah, they sure do. But the likelihood, the likelihood of, of Facebook, you know, um, you know, going through every single conversation that you have that they hear, going through the audio that they've recorded of every single conversation that you had, you know, transcribing it and then being analyzed. Come on, that's not really going to happen. There's too much data out there. We have a data issue in this world. It's data overload. There's data everywhere. Like I said, Internet of Things, data, data, data. So is, is, a, is an institution going to take the data that they got from your phone and they're going to you know, analyze your conversations and, 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 and start stalking you out at home? No. However, what they do is that they take those recorded conversations, they take that recorded um, phone behavior, you know, your scrolling behavior, what apps you're opening, how long you're spending on apps, what stores you're going to on your phone, you know, through search. And, and they, they use an algorithm, an AI, artificial intelligence, and, and they, they, they use that data to target ads for you. So, you know, that's the thing. Retargeting is what it's called. Um, you know, so you, you might, you probably know this, you probably know this, right? But if you don't, I'm telling you. So, um, you know, I don't work directly in this space. Like I said, I work in tech and digital, but this is a big part of my um, job, you know, and, uh, and it's scary. And, you know, the thing, the thing is really is that we allow this to happen. We don't, we're not trying to sabotage, you know, our privacy, our own privacy. No, why would you ever do that? Why would you ever walk into your house and just purposely unlock the door, like leave the door unlocked and then go to sleep? You'd never do that. It's the same thing. Why would you get a phone and just say, hey, take all my data. I don't care about my privacy. I don't care. No. You, you don't do it on purpose, but we do allow it because we've got so conditioned, we're preconditioned um, to just bypass the terms and conditions. Listen, you go, you get the phone, you download Snapchat, um, and it says, you know, please read our T's and C's, you know, and you check the box, and you, what do you do? You just scroll on down like a rodeo, scroll, whip it down, whip that thumb right down. You check the box, and you're like, that ah, I'm done. You don't read through it. If you really read through it, you're basically saying, I'm going to give you my information away for free. All I want, and you, and you think, but you, you don't know you're doing that. You don't know you're doing that, but that's what you're doing. And I do it. Everybody does it because that's the world we live in. And, they, they, and, and by the way, companies, listen, they're not stupid. I mean, the T's and C's, are they really lengthy documents? Of course they are. They, they, legalese. They're lengthy, legalese. But, but make no mistake about it. It's also lengthy for a reason, okay? So these companies... The hardware company, the device companies, Apple, the, 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 the browsers, Chrome, you know, mobile browsers, Chrome, um, the apps, you know, anything from maybe Citibank app that uses biometric data, you know, they check your eyes, that's how you're able to log, you know, they look at your eyes, face scans, and they're able, you're able to log into the app, or any of the social media platforms, or TripAdvisor, or Yelp, these companies, they use algorithms to target ads more effectively, and the more data that they have of yours, the more precise their ad campaigns are. So, so, so think about it. You know, it's like, and by the way, and this, this really is my discipline in advertising. So it's like you, you are on the web, right? So say, say, say you're a sports, sports aficionado, not me. 
not me, but say you're on ESPN, okay, and you see an ad for Oil of Olay. Like, and you've never, you don't even use Oil of Olay. The last time you heard of Oil of Olay, the beauty lotion was like, you know, from your mother's, like, from your mother's makeup basket under the sink from, you know, 1962. You're not going to click on that Oil of Olay ad. You'd have no interest in that Oil of Olay ad on ESPN. And by the way, why are they advertising Oil of Olay on ESPN? It seems out of context, right? But anyway, but if you're on ESPN and you see an ad for those boots you just looked at at Nordstrom, well, you know, that ad becomes a lot more valuable. So, you know, the data that these companies, they collect, they, they just allow the ads to predict our behavior very accurately. Um, and, and they do this by listening through on the microphone and scanning our browsing behavior and all that sort of stuff. And it's scary. So what could you do about it? What can you do? So I don't know if you've seen these commercials. There's a commercial for a new browser out right now. It's called DuckDuckGo, DuckDuckGo.com. It's, it's an anonymous privacy browser. So like you don't have to browse on Chrome because Chrome obviously takes your data. So you don't have, you know, you could go use a browser like DuckDuckGo. You can use Tor, torproject.org. That's another browser for anonymity. Um, you could do that. Or, and you're probably not going to do that. Come on, you're not going to do that. You got Safari on your MacBook. It's got Chrome on your MacBook. You have whatever browser you have on your iPhone. You, are you really going to download DuckDuckGo? Maybe you will download DuckDuckGo. I don't use that though. I should. But what we're going to do right now is I'm going to tell you how you can change your privacy settings. So let's turn off your microphone on the phone. Okay. Now you might want to keep your microphone on for TikTok or Instagram, or whatever, but, but let's just turn it off. Okay. So you stop getting these retargeted ads. Go to settings on your phone, go to privacy, and go to microphone. And then what you're going to see is you're gonna see a list of every app that has access to your microphone. And you're gonna tap the slider next to each app to revoke their access. So it will go from green to gray. So you go to settings, privacy, microphone, turn all that shit off, and that's it. Now they can't hear your conversations. And if you wanna turn off your location, because you know you might not want Chrome to know that you're at the mall you know, at 3 p.m. on a Monday, but, but by the way, if you turn off your location, God forbid there was an emergency and someone's trying to track you by your phone, they're not gonna be able to find you. So I actually keep my location on. But um, if you want to turn off your phone location, you, 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 you can easily do that. You just go into your iPhone settings, you scroll down to the section that says privacy, click on that. And then you'll see a box at the top that says location services and you can turn it off and that's it. That's it. So you know what? There you go. There you go. That ad shit, right? Who wants that? I, I I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody seeing that. I need you know super super tampax. I don't want ads for tampax trailing all, following me all along on the internet. Come on, get out of here. Anyway, so are you dating right now? COVID dating, quarantine dating. I mean, it, this is, feels never ending, right? This is literally the. I know you think the same. And never end. When is this shit gonna be over? But you know. When, the, when we were all really quarantined inside, you know, you could just listen. You could, you could stay inside, do the do, play a game of Twister, play, play gin rummy, or you could play some more creative games. You could do some more creative things inside. But now we're able to go out with masks. But so um, here's some ideas. I, I, I have some ideas for you. Drive-in movie. How cool is that? Like, so there's a place in Queens. If you go to queensdrivein.com, you can go to drive-in movie there. It's so cool. It's it's in um it's in Corona. They have night they have nightly screenings from Wednesday to Sunday. 
They also do stand-up sometimes there. That's how I know. But uh, one of my friends went to the drive-in. She said it was great. It was a great day. You could go to a museum or a sculpture garden. The, the, a botanical garden. The New York Botanical Gardens are now open. They're so nice, especially around the holidays. I don't know if they're going to do it this year, but usually around the holidays, they have a train a train display where they have miniature trains and miniature everything of New York City. It's super cool. You can do, you can do, um, one of my friends did this with a boyfriend. They uh, did a DIY paint party. How cute is that? Her boyfriend came over and they painted terracotta pots. She had two old terracotta pots lying around. They painted them and they had a, 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 a knockback to probably some forties. <laughs> no, they probably had a box of wine. No, no, they, 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 they had a classy, they had a classy drink. Sorry. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> you could do a walking tour. You can go, obviously, for a bike ride. You could go rollerblading. You could do a scavenger hunt. I think that's kind of cool, do a scavenger hunt, like in the house. Like, I wouldn't want to do a scavenger hunt outside the city, like, like around just in the city or in your neighborhood. I mean, you could, but, like, is that then really a date? Like, you split up for, like, six hours and you're, you know, you're... <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to find things. And then of course, like, what if he didn't really, what if he really wasn't that into you? And then like on hour three, you're like, did this guy take a hike or is he still looking for the box of Kleenex that I put on the scavenger hunt? <laughs> so I think an in the house scavenger hunt is cute. Um, that's all I got for indoor and outdoor. Um, I, I think I mentioned though, I did in one of the other episodes, I did go to the, um, the, not the Whitney, the, the uh, Metropolitan Museum of Art, which was cool. Cause now it's open. Um, and I also though went to the High Line. Uh, I think I TikToked about it. And that was so cool. The High Line now is open. You know, that's the elevated rail train downtown in the city. It goes from the Meatpacking District to sort of Hudson Yard, which is the 30s and 10th Avenue. That was really, that was really fun. That was a fun date. Um, so yeah, I'm curious to know what you guys are doing. Or you're just sitting on the couch eating Cheetos, putting on some weight. I'm down for that any day of the week. So is your heart still in your relationship, you're hot. I'm not talking about if you're married. I mean, I guess this could apply to you if you're married. But if you're married and we're talking about then divorce, I think that's like much more serious, of course. But you know that feeling when you met somebody and you thought that they were just the cat's meow. You're like, this guy's freaking awesome. I love him. I mean, that's really like me, like every guy. I mean, I'm like, oh my God, he's amazing. Like, marry me. I love you. Let me have your babies. Let's move to China and have a castle. But no, you know, you meet this guy, you think he's great, you're on month two, maybe you're on month six, and then all of a sudden, just one day, you get that feeling, that pit, that pit in your stomach, your stomach turns, and you're like, oh my God, is this guy that I've been dating not so great? And, and you know what? I figured out how you could tell, okay? This is, this is how I tell. This is how I could tell when I am not into him anymore. And by the way, and by the way, I think a lot of times us girls, we're in denial. Like if we're dating somebody, you know, it's maybe three months or six months. Like even though you might get that pit in your stomach, you're like, you're like, I think we tell ourselves like, no, I don't know what that, that maybe I ate something funny or no, I, I was just upset with my boss earlier. Like you don't really want to think that like it's the guy. Like, cause you've already invested three, six months in him. You, you, you did all these good outfits, used all these good outfits up with him. You talked, you're, freaking voice off and and to think that maybe it's not so great you just you want to you were in denial so how i know how i know that I, i'm not just that into him anymore and by the way because if why should he just not be that into us we're not that into him too okay okay how about a movie about that but i know i'm start making plans without him oh yeah i'm done with you i'm done with you when i realize that i'm making plans 
with anybody else, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of not into it. Even if it's plans by myself, you know, if I'm really, if I was really loving you on um, three months in, if it's breakfast time, I want to go to the diner with you and have an omelet. But if I wake up and want to go to the diner and read the New York Times style section all on my yonder, I know you're on your way out. Or like when I start dreaming about being single, like, oh, you know, maybe I should just download Plenty of Fish again and just take a little browse. That means I don't like it anymore. Or the worst, the worst for me is I stop thinking. Like, I, I, like so, you know, you tell the guy, you, you think so highly of the guy, right? I think so highly of the guy. I say such nice things to him. I let him know that I think highly of him. But then that, then I then one day I realize that I actually don't think that he's that great. I actually don't think you're the cat's meow. I actually don't think you're as smart as I thought you were. I actually think you're probably a nag. Maybe your values are off. And maybe, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe the way that you display affection is rubbing me the wrong way. So I, like, all of a sudden I thought you were great in all these areas. And then and then and then I feel that you're not. That's like you don't think as highly of them. That's one of my things. Um, I think the last thing for me, and I think this is probably for you too, is um, they, they've shown, they've demonstrated one of your huge deal breakers. Like, come on, you know, right? Like, you know, I know you, I know, I know you know what I'm talking about. And by the way, this is a whole larger topic. So I'm not, I don't want get, to get too crazy about it, but it's like one day, you date a mark, everything's great, you're out, you're at the mall, everything, and you sit down, and you're having Taco Bell in the food court, and all of a sudden, you start arguing about, where would you settle down? And he's like, well, I don't want to be in the suburbs. The idea of a cul-de-sac makes me nauseous. And you know what? And you're like thinking, well, I've been a city girl all this time, but I'm, my, my big grand plan for life was being in a cul-de-sac. Well, that's a deal breaker. That's a, I feel like that's one of my big deal breakers. Or another big deal breaker, their, their opinions on children. If they've told you that they want to have children, then all of a sudden they change their stance on having children and you want them, forget it. Deal breaker. How about, how about, ooh, this is a big one, a big, big deal breaker. If, if, if all of a sudden we're in a, con, you know, me and this guy, we're in a conversation, a heated conversation, and, and, and all of a sudden I, I, I see that they're guarded, they're blocked, they're defensive, that's a big deal breaker for me. Is that one for you? Because for me, Communication is so important. I mean, hello, a podcast. Hello, I'm a comedian. But it's like, no, I, I, I like, I need to talk. I want them to talk. And if you're not communicating, that's a deal breaker. If you can't talk about things, mama's out. Mama's out. And I'm sure you're out too. I know you, mama, you're out too. Because you come on. You, you talk to couples. They say the best marriages that you know. Talk couples that have been married a thousand years, seventy years in the nursing home. They say what's the best thing. You don't hear them saying the best thing in a relationship is looks. They say, oh, the most important thing is communication. So if the guy can't talk, deal breaker. How about, how about if he's fiscally irresponsible? That's a big thing. That's a, that's like a millennial um, Gen Z thing. That, that, you know, younger generation thing. And I think good. I think it should be. I think it's about freaking time. You don't want to be with a guy that has a credit score of 300. What's that about? You'll never get a mortgage. You, you can't have a credit card. You can't do anything. It's, everything's going to be in your name. You want, you want 
the guy to be financially responsible. At least I do. You want to have some money in the bank. You want to have maybe an IRA or 401k account. It doesn't have to be much. You want to know that he's taking responsibility. Even if he makes $100 a week and if his bills are $90 a week, you still want to know that he's saving maybe $5 a week, right? So if he's financially responsible, um, I, 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 can't, I can't handle that. But the biggest deal breaker for me um, is besides communication and financial responsibility, you know, all of them are, like, come on, let's be serious with them. But, but, but really, if he's not showing interest in my things, I, I can't handle that. Like, if, you, if you're with somebody and they don't, they don't listen to you, or if you're excited about something and they downplay it, or they kind of just, you know, brush over it, that makes, that makes me feel like unattractive. It makes me feel like they're, they're critical or, you know, or, or, you know, I don't know, that they just could give a shit less. And if they're not interested, like, what? Like, what? I, like, I have sat with guys at dinner and they've talked about themselves the whole damn time. I don't care about your six spreadsheets and your 4,000 screens that are open all day long and the bacon, egg, and cheese that you bought at the halal cart that had a fly in it. I could give a shit less. That's not true. I really do care, and I love you very much. No, I, I, I care. Of course I want to listen, but what about my day? What about my day? Like, are you, gonna, are you also going to listen to my day because about how I walked on the cobblestone street down in Wall Street, my heel broke, and then all of a sudden I got a, the, the, a soy latte when I asked for an almond milk latte. Oh, wait, no, an oat milk? Who, come on, who's drinking oat milk, really? But, but like, if, you don't, if you're not going to reciprocate the listening, if you don't care about the fact my interests, if we're on date number thousand and I'm telling you something that's really important about my girls, you don't care. Come on. That's a deal breaker. If you can't show interest in my life, my job, my friends, my family, or anything I think is important, I am going home, pal. Taking the doggy bag. It's over. I'm, I'm curious to know what your deal breakers are. I feel like that's probably a lot of the same, right? We're probably a lot of the same bad money decisions, no communication, changes the opinions on settling down, you know, babies, not, not being interested. I mean, there, I think there's thousands more, but I don't know. And you know what? At the end of the day, it's like, it, 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 it's when there's these deal breakers that come up, you, how, how can your heart still be in your relationship, right? Like if, if as much as he's great, if he's exhibiting one of these giant deal breakers, or he's telling you one of these giant deal breakers, your heart is eventually going to drift. But um, I think that the other two things about, for me, on, on knowing if my heart is not, you know, still in it anymore is um, I, I, I just, I, I remember being happier when I'm single. That, that's the biggest thing, right? Like if, if I'm like, Oh, remember when, remember when we went to Atlantic City and we stayed at the Borgata and we played roulette and we lost all, all of our money, all 16 of us girls. Ooh, that sounds like so much more fun than sitting on my third date with this slob. Guess what? I know my heart's not in it. So whatever. Anyway. So let's talk about a product. Okay. One of my girlfriends got as a gift, a pair of thigh highs. I, I, I know, I know. Um, her husband thought it would be sexy if she wore, you know, wore something with thigh highs, you know, stock, like stockings, you know, with the garter belt. And she calls me up and she's like, Elise, not only <laughs> am I wearing 
a garter belt. I'm not wearing garter belts. Like, not only am I not wearing garter belts, I'm not wearing these stockings. She's like, first of all, I don't want to, I, I don't like it. She's like, I, my fat is spilling out over the tights, the, the, you know, the, the thigh highs. I don't want it. She's like, and two, two, the fact of clipping in that rubber garter belt thing into the top of the, the thigh high, she's like, I can't even figure out how to do it. So she's like, I'm going to mail them to you. I said, you're mailing me what? I don't want you dirty garter belt, you, you filthy. What a gross, save it. <laughs> she's like, no, I'm going to mail you the stockings. She's like, I tried them, I don't want them. I was like, all right, I'll take them. You know, um, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but um, I'll, 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 sure. So she, got, she has these thigh highs. Her husband bought a thigh highs from Asian Provocateur. You know that brand? So expensive. Um, agentprovocateur.com. You know, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like the billionaire version of, of Victoria's Secret. I mean, and it's, it's, it's hot. I mean, come on, the stuff they have, if you know that brand, it's hot, it's sexy. It's, 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 it's the hottest lingerie. It, everything is tiny and, and, and cute and, and, and then crazy sexy and the materials are gorgeous and the models that they have in there are perfect. And then they have bonded shit that also just looks amazing. I mean, they literally have so many amazing things and it's so expensive. I've never bought things from there. Um, I think I have nipple tassels from there that I got on uh, for my, my bridal shower. I know. I, I haven't worn them because you want to know what? That makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> what am I going to walk out like a burlesque dancer? Like, come on. Really? Really? But, um, but I, but my girlfriend's husband bought these thigh highs from Adrian Provocateur and I tried them on and I did try them on with the guard belt and they are amazing because first of all they're not just regular stockings they're they're called holdups so you know hold up holdups and thigh highs are different there's thigh highs like thigh high stockings and there's holdups or stay ups and the difference is is that holdups or stay ups have that silicone um sort of band around the top of the the stocking band so they stay up more so you can wear these tights i can if i wanted to wear these thigh highs without a guard about, I can, they would stay up. They actually do, they stick, they stay up. I've, I've tried a pair from Victoria's Secrets in the past and they don't, they, they, they've rolled down, even though they had, even though they were those holdups with the silicone band, they, they have rolled down, but these, they, they stayed up. I was walking around my apartment, like a lunatic, big baggy t-shirt, walking around in thigh highs. My neighbor across the way probably thinks, oh God, this girl, this broad's a real loon. <laughs> she's, she's a real lunatic, talks to herself, holds her phone up to TikToks all day. And now she's walking around in a YMCA, filthy t-shirt walking around in thigh highs. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm either, I'm either his dream grom, <laughs> his worst nightmare, but, but if you happen to be in the market, okay, for very expensive thigh highs, I think you should get these. I have the information the the style number I told us, you send me stockings in the mail in a manila envelope. You didn't even put anything on them. I don't know. She, so she says, okay, I'll text you a picture. So the style is called Amber. At agentprovocateur.com, the stock is with Amber, and they're called holdups, and they are, wait for it, I know, I'm, I'm so nauseous to even say, $60, six zero, not six, not six cents, six zero dollars. I know that's so expensive for a pair of stockings. You know what I could get for 60 bucks? I could get groceries for a week. I could buy two outfits in Costco for $60, okay? But, but these stockings are $60, they're called Amber, they're holdups by Agent Provocateur, they're sheer. Here's the best part. They have that seam at the back. You know that sexy seam, that, that old school 1950s pinup girl seam? Oh, they're nice. Oh, and the best part, they're also sheer, um, uh, silky sheer. Silky sheer. They're good. They're really good. If you have to buy thigh highs, those are the ones I would buy. But I really wouldn't because I, they would be $6. I'd put them on my Christmas list for Naughty Santa.
if I had a naughty Santa, if I was going to walk around in a guard belt. But I'm a mother and I'm not going to do that, right? Right, Nani? Don't worry. I don't walk around in that. Just in case my grandma's listening. Um, okay. So every week I take a few questions from the audience, a couple questions from my TikTok girlfriends, two questions. Um, I pick them at random. I do my best to answer them. So here's question number one. Elise, I'm dating a guy for a couple months and a couple of the times we went out, he ghosted me only for a few days at a time. And then he reappeared. Now he's doing it again. I haven't heard from him in four days. I really like him, but should I end it? Okay. Okay. Really? Real? I love you. I love you for writing this and sending it to me because it's a valid question. But I think you got to end it. I think you got to call the whole thing off. Michael Feinstein said, let's call the whole thing off. You say potato. I say potato. Who needs him? No, look. Of course, I've dated guys like Pepe Le Pew that I was crazy about and they disappeared for a few days and then they came back and it's this whole cat and mouse game. But really, you didn't say how old you are. You didn't say your life situation. Are you 21? If you're 21, then who gives a shit? Go, have, go get your hotation, have all your men, have a great time. But if you're 41, even if you're 31, who wants to deal with that stuff? If, he's gonna dis if he disappeared twice on you and then he came back a few days later and now he's doing it again, I mean, what, really? Can you trust him? Are you going to be able to trust him? I couldn't trust him. What if you had an emergency? I mean, not, you know, I mean, you have other people I'm sure to call, but what if you had an emergency? He's MIA. Well, how about just like for your mental sanity? Think he's playing games. I think he's playing games. Either he's playing games or he's not that serious. And it depends what you're looking for. If you don't give a shit, <clears throat> then I would say, stick it out. If you're young, you don't care, stick it out. But I have a feeling that you're not young. And you also said that you really like him. So I think you are serious. And I think that you should end it because there's plenty of more guys that are going to love you. I mean, come on, really? Like, you know why? I don't even know you, but you know why they're going to love you? Because you're attentive and you care and, and normal, healthy people, men want, pa, pa, uh, sorry, compassionate, compassionate people that care and have feelings. Not this do-do-do. Tell them to take a hike. Really? God. Anyway, question two. Elise, how do you make an easy marinara sauce? Well, for starters, I would call it a marinade. <laughs> but I know it's spelled marinara. But Italian people, Italian Americans say marinade, marinade. Yeah, this is how I make it. So easy. A 28, I take a 28, first of all, you could do fresh tomatoes, but I use a can of tomatoes. 28 ounce can of tomatoes, okay? Um, crushed tomatoes. Sometimes I use, I use whatever. Uh, cento, red pack, whatever, whatever I could get. But 28 ounce can of crushed tomatoes, okay? Olive oil two cloves of garlic, salt and pepper, a few fresh basil leaves, and I do a pinch of sugar. So all I do is I put a little bit of olive oil in the pot. I put the crushed, um, the crushed garlic, the two cloves of garlic in the olive oil, let it get golden brown, okay? Not burn, golden brown. Then I put the can of tomatoes in, then I throw a little salt, a little pepper. I throw the basil leaves in, I put a pinch of sugar, I stir it up, I put it on medium. I, no, I bring it to a boil, actually, because I bring it to a little boil while stirring it. And then once it's boiled, I put on medium low or simmer. I cover it. And by the way, I'm saying or and medium low or simmer because it depends really on how, how powerful sooty gas is or if you cook on electric stove. But I, I put the cover on and that's it. In 20 minutes, it's done. That's how I make a sauce. It's so easy. You can get fancy. You can put onions in there if you want. You can put oregano. I, I just do basil, garlic, tomatoes, so crushed tomatoes, olive oil, salt, pepper, a little bit of sugar. To like a little sweet. That's it. Easy. 
So our fact, uh, the, sorry, quote of the day, quote of the day, excuse me, our quote of the day is by Rose Kennedy. Life is a matter of milestones. Life, oh my God, I'm, I, I, you know what? I must be going crazy because I'm saying all crazy things right now. Our quote of the day is by Rose Kennedy. Life isn't a matter of milestones, but of moments. So life isn't a matter of milestones, but of moments. That's nice, right? A lot of people always think like, oh, uh, you know, when I graduate school, I'm going to do this. Or, oh, when I'm married, then I'm going to become really organized. <laughs> that was like me. Or, you know, oh, you know, when I have $50,000 in the bank, you know, then, then, then I'll be able to go on this vacation. No, it's not about milestones. It's just about the moments. Are you happy in your everyday life? Are you happy in the moments? That's what, that's what it's about. Right. So life isn't a matter of milestones, but moments. Rose Kennedy. So nice. That's it. We are done. We're done with episode eight of the Elise Delucci show, our podcast. Are you loving this podcast? Tell me if you love it. If you love it, you can, you can rate it on, on Apple podcasts. You could put a comment on there. I love that. Um, let me know. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. I, I really love doing this. At first, I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I was going to do a podcast. I was like, what am I going to talk about for all this time? Do they want to hear me talk? You want to know what? It's fun. It's fun. It just feels like I'm talking, I'm talking to a girlfriend. Like, I, I, I'm sitting in my rocking chair in my living room. I'm talking to you. It's great. Anyway, so thank you for listening. You can download the podcast, The Elise Delucci Show, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As always, you can tell your friends. Um, I love you. You could listen uh, to me if you want even more. God, I don't know why. On TikTok at Elise Delucci. You could follow me on Instagram at Elise Delucci. Or you can go to my website, elisedelucci.com. And I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.